1: No one ever thinks about the crew below the decks They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day But when the richies leave the ship, the yachty's get to play Yo ho dolly-yo-yo, yo ho yo yo We're heading up the gangplank and going down below Hey guys, welcome back to our last gangplank report for Below Deck Sailing Season 3. We are covering the reunion and I'm sad and excited all at the same time. Sad that it's over, excited that we get a new season in a couple of weeks to cover. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, here is Jen for your rapid recap.
0: Well, actually, one of our Twitter friends last night, her name is Cheryl Bray. She said, recap what? It was awful. Nothing we didn't know already. So guess what? No rapid recap. (laughs) We're not going to recap it. We're just going to talk about it.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure what I was expecting. We didn't get a whole lot of previews, I feel like, of this reunion this time. And maybe that's why, because there wasn't any major revelations to me. Right. And maybe there wasn't to Bravo either. So that's why they kept all the details of the reunion kind of under wraps until they aired it. But I don't know. I thought it was really interesting to see almost everybody back together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) One noticeable
0: exclusion.
1: Oh, I am not shocked (laughs) that (laughs) Ashley didn't want to show up to answer for her behavior. You know, traditionally, I've complained and I've seen lots of others complain that Andy doesn't go very hard on the people who really deserve it. Mm-hmm. And so that was my fear going into it is that Ashley was going to show up and he was going to tap dance around her right, and her feelings. But it seems like even without her there, they did talk about her and she came up quite a bit. And there was some Seems like crew dissension among the ranks with how they felt about Ashley and her behavior. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting. We can get into it, but there was a couple different points in time where I was kind of surprised at certain people that were defending her behavior and others that were not.
0: Yeah, well, let's real quick. Just get out of the way. Marcos was in and out like a flash of lightning. And my first impression, I started laughing as soon as I saw him in his car because I don't remember. Did you watch the Johnny Depp trial? Any of that footage?
1: I mean, a little bit. Some of the memes that came out yeah. Okay.
0: There was a witness who did his deposition from his car while vaping. <laughs> his name was Alejandro Romero. And it was just like the funniest, most random, it could only happen in 2022 kind of thing. <laughs> and that's all I could see when I saw Marcos sitting there. He was just like that witness. And a lot of people, Sandy, who we talked to last week, she said the exact same thing. A lot of people felt the same way that it was a very similar background setting. So that was funny, but I think Marcos gave like what, 15 minutes of his time. And I think that him justifying that Ashley was maybe busy was kind of a defense mechanism for him having to bail out in 15 minutes. I don't know. It was so much about Ashley not showing up because she was busy, but so he didn't get grief because he had said he was busy and he could only be there for a few minutes. Oh,
1: you think that's why he was defending her?
0: Yeah. I don't think it had anything to do with Ashley.
1: I mean, at least he showed up.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed.
1: He took his accolades and took off.
0: Yep. He did. So his defense of her, I'm writing it off. I don't think it was necessarily a defense of
1: Ashley. I was very surprised at how much Daisy defended Ashley. Shocked. I was actually pretty disappointed because I am a fan of Daisy. I like Daisy a lot. And Mm -hmm. I think she's done a pretty good job, all things considered. She had two groups of girls working underneath her that very much wanted to be there and wanted to do their job. So I think she was miles ahead to begin with compared to some of the situations that I personally have dealt with and we have seen on successive seasons. I'm really surprised.
0: I was shocked.
1: Yeah, at how much Daisy defended her against Gabby who was sitting there.
0: Against Gabby who was sitting there, against Gary... I just didn't understand it unless they formed some kind of, this is my little sister bond or unless she just wants to be perceived as the person who can see all sides of a situation so that nobody can disagree with her. I flat out disagreed with her on several points that she made throughout the reunion. I was really getting kind of annoyed and you know that I've championed her. I really like her. I think she's a great chief stew. I was flabbergasted, gobsmacked, confused, put whatever adjective you want. It made no sense to me.
1: If I could, I Mm -hmm. think I know what most of it boils down to is that if she admitted that Gabby chose to leave because of Ashley's behavior towards her, then Daisy would have to admit that it was partly her leadership that was to blame for that. Mm. And I'm not sure that she is capable of accepting responsibility for something like that
0: that's a good theory yeah
1: because it would be on her then as their leader to have worked that out
0: much sooner yeah because she was playing that down so much it was baffling to me she was like that was such a small part of what was going on and why Gabby left and I'm like you're not Gabby how can you say that and even Andy said well I'd like to hear from Gabby
1: Since she's here.
0: Yeah. And she's like, hi, guys. Thank you, Gary, for defending me, was the first thing that Gabby said. And he had defended her because it was insubordinate what she was doing, constantly going around Gabby. And Gabby put it perfectly poisoning the well. And when that question was posed to Daisy, she didn't really say, yes, that's true. Ashley did that. She said that she personally, is such a strong person that she was never influenced by what Ashley said. So it wasn't a denial. It was going back to the Depp Heard trial. It's kind of this semantics dance. Like, I'm not going to answer your question. I'm going to just totally take it off on another topic and talk about how great I am and how strong I am that I wasn't influenced at all by Ashley and talking about how she deserved that promotion because of the wedding, like one charter. Have you ever in your life gotten a promotion because of one day of one charter? Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Gary nailed it. He's like, she just wanted to shut her up. The rest of us see it. Mm -hmm. Why are you denying it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and nobody brought up the fact that leads do isn't a thing. Barnaby didn't even bring it back up and he was the one who said it in the van. Nobody counted her on it or they edited it out. I don't know. But I would think they would leave it in considering they didn't have a whole lot of juice to begin with. So right. Yeah, that was sad. It was sad to see. And I saw I mean, I went through the
1: Reddit this morning and looked at a whole bunch of the different comments. And it seems like a lot of people who have been Daisy advocates this entire time have changed their minds because they saw a different side of her in that reunion last night. So it wasn't just us.
0: Yeah, I was disappointed with her. I was disappointed that Marcos wasn't there, but he did get some questions in. I do have a tweet that I saw that was upset with Gabby because Marcos was really, hi, Gabby jovial and she's like sup and didn't smile or anything she was just very flat and somebody was just like well Marcos was being really nice why can't gabby even give him a smile or anything i said because that's not the whole story and gabby's being honest in the moment i think that he has multiple businesses now it seems if he's got a restaurant a bar and he's working on another restaurant He knows how to play the publicity game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: He doesn't want public beefs out there. So I think she was being authentic to her feelings. Maybe he was being authentic to his. Maybe he really doesn't see that there's a problem. I don't know. But we know what's going on behind the scenes. And so I didn't blame her for not giving some fake cheery smile back. Right. I agree.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, look for what it's worth and I haven't said it yet here, but I am really proud of Gabby for owning her behavior, being honest. I know I talked to her before and after the reunion when they filmed it a couple of weeks ago and she was really nervous. She said, I was, you know, I went in and threw up afterwards because I was so nervous Mm -hmm. about how all that was going to go. And she just said, you know, I feel like I didn't express myself fully a lot of the times. Like I was just so nervous. I wasn't thinking clearly, but I thought she did an amazing job. I thought she did a wonderful job articulating and answering questions about how she was feeling and what she was thinking in relation to the questions that were asked of her or the situations that were posed in front of her, as opposed to clamming up. I agree. And I think that she held her own really well. I think she defended herself at times. I think her turning to Gary at one point and saying, Thank you for defending me. Mm -hmm. You know, acknowledging the fact that other people did see through her eyes a little bit what was going on. And like that doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. And that's probably if somebody asked Daisy mid-season, do you have different thoughts on this? I would understand why Daisy would say no, I don't. Because she made her decisions in the moment. She did what she did. Now In retrospect, having seen all of the things that Ashley did, I don't see how she can't be disappointed in Ashley's behavior and realize how impactful that was on Gabby's mental health. Not only is Gabby the one who we saw busting hump through the whole thing, she's also getting undermined left and right. So it was disappointing. What wasn't disappointing, and last night instead of our live tweet, we asked people to submit things that they wanted us to talk about. The first one to respond was our friend Irene. And she said, she's just started watching the reunion and Cutie Pie Colin is single. We need to discuss this gangplank report. Yes, we will. Also, our friend Kathy Gilmore, she said, also name five ways that Colin is my soulmate. So.
1: <laughs> I see a trend here.
0: Yes. Yes. People are happy Colin is single and not to burst the bubble at the very beginning of the conversation, but he was single at the last reunion too and found his way to have another girlfriend before the season started. So do I hope he doesn't find love between now and when they record? Yes, but I don't know if he's recording. He kind of said that he was going around the world on his catamaran. Do you think that means he won't be back for season four?
1: I don't think that he could resist the temptation to come back and at least bring back part of the Giggle Club again. Yeah. I can't see that they would want to do it without him either. You know, at this point, he's become an integral part of things, so... I think he could always dock his boat in some port and fly to Spain or wherever they are for a handful of weeks to film the show. I just don't see them being able to do it without him, at least now, because there hasn't been like a closure like, okay, well, I'm going to go off on my world tour, by Right. That's true.
0: But no single Colin would be interesting. It would be nice to see if he and Gary went for the same type of girl next season or if Gary's going to back off and really focus his attention on Daisy and everybody flocks to Colin for a change.
1: I just don't I don't see Colin participating in that. I think that's why he's such a great foil for everybody else is because he doesn't get into the melee.
0: Yeah, he's more the pot stirrer and the Greek yes. chorus and translating what's going on. And if not enough's going on, making it happen for us. <laughs> he's like our insider on set producer in the moment, I think sometimes. And as for Kathy, there are lots of reasons why Colin is your soulmate. He's a casual kind of guy. He's got an accent. I know that you're a fan of that. He's handy. He's handy. Yes.
1: He's the kind of person I would want in my lifeboat.
0: Right. You like to boat. He's got a catamaran. He plays the guitar. You're in entertainment with comedy. So you've got that entertainment background you can mix together. So way more than five reasons, Kathy. We'll make it happen. We'll try and make it happen. (laughs) Awesome. But other than that, I cannot decide if Tom has grown or if he has not grown. In some ways, I think that he has In other ways, I think there was almost a dissociative quality to the things that he was saying. When he was talking about himself then on the show, he was talking about himself in the third person, like it wasn't him. And that kind of separates you from ownership of your behavior. Like his words said that he was owning it.
1: He also spoke in the third person a couple of times.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. By calling that person Tom, Like Tom was in his emotions there or whatever. It doesn't have the same impact as I was really in my emotions. So I'm not sure how much it's sunk in. It seems there's been a little introspection, which is great for a 24 year old. I'm going to take it and run with it, but I don't see Glenn having him back. Glenn definitely thinks that he's a good guy. I just think that he knows it would be risky. Well, maybe in 10 years. Yeah. If he had multiple seasons with other yachts with no incidences under his belt, I think Glenn would work with him again, for sure.
1: But we know he wouldn't work with Ashley again.
0: I know. Did you love that? I did. I kind of loved that. Yeah. It made me happy. (laughs)
1: Well, because even as far removed from most of that as Glenn was from him just watching it, he's going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I had this girl on my boat the entire season.
0: Yeah, he seemed very disappointed in her behavior. And he was extremely supportive of Gabby, which I loved. He saw, in hindsight, watching the whole season, you know, he's somewhat removed from it during the filming. He's not going to get all the details and considering that it wasn't even necessarily worked out within her department I don't know how much he heard while it was going on so I think he was very solidly on Gabby's side he said that she was a great second stew and he'd love to have her back yeah right I think he sees what we saw and that we all wish Daisy saw
1: yeah it seems like Daisy's the only one that didn't see it
0: There were some moments where I felt Kelsey seemed a little not seeing what we were seeing. The question had been put out to Scarlett, did she think that Gary led Ashley on? One, I thought it was a stupid question from Andy. I'm like, seriously, who would think that? And then people were actually agreeing that Gary led her on. And I'm just like, what in the actual heck is going on here?
1: He even made the comment, she slept with someone else.
0: Right. Yeah. He did not lead her on. He flat out said, no, I don't want this. In multiple ways, in multiple words, on multiple occasions. On multiple levels of sobriety. Right. He was red meat on a bone and she was a rabid dog. She was going to have what she wanted. That was it. And I just couldn't believe that Daisy thought that he let her on. Kelsey thought he let her on. And even Colin said, well, maybe it wasn't intentional, but yeah, I think he let her on a little bit. And I'm just like, who are you people? And what show were you watching? Because I did not get that vibe at all.
1: Well, I think it cuts both ways. And I'm not defending her at all but there was one point after the you know possible sexual assault incident where he said well if we do that again i'd like to be more sober instead Mm. of saying we should not do that again right that's a good you know so there are moments that could be interpreted as him being like okay well you know whatever we'll see what happens and for someone crazy like her or crazy like sydney from the previous season Mm -hmm. that's all the green
0: light they need right But he sat her down at the bow of the boat and said, look, I just want to clear this up. There is nothing going on here. When he was at the point where he realized that he had some kind of chemistry with Scarlett, he sat her down and told her no. right, In no uncertain terms, he was very clear about it. So I understand what you're saying with that comment. And yes, he could have been clear, but he also comes off to me as the guy who doesn't want to make enemies if he's got to work with you and be around you every day. Yeah. So saying something in a softer way and when he saw that that wasn't working and she was really actively trying to intervene with him having any kind of anything with Scarlett, then he sat her down and said, okay, enough. This is done. Yeah, I agree with that. But for Daisy to say it's on him to determine who is mature enough to handle his flirting, I'm sorry, not all of us walk around with psychology degrees. If she's 23 years old, capable of driving, capable of drinking, capable of voting, all of these things we consider adult activities, how is she not adult enough to know if somebody flirts with you, that doesn't mean that they want to sleep with you? Right. I just didn't get it. There was a whole bunch of things. I just didn't understand where the crew was coming from. And granted, we weren't there. So maybe there are things that we didn't get to see, but didn't seem to me like he was leading her on at all.
1: I don't think so either. I was, however, pretty shocked at how much time we spent. I thought it was an hour long reunion when I started watching Mm -hmm. and about maybe 10 minutes before I thought it was going to be over. I was glad I realized there was more reunion to be had because we spent a solid 30 minutes talking about Gary's sex life. And I don't understand why we needed to do that. Yeah. I don't understand why Andy gets so fixated on stuff like that. Yes, He
0: loves that. He's a man He loves finding that.
1: out how big Gary's penis is. I don't need to know that nor does anybody else.
0: Yeah. He will always take a blue. If Andy can take a blue, he will go there for sure. no. But yeah, wait, you texted me and my phone had been on the charger and I missed it for like a half an hour and they had just finished talking about it when I texted you back. You were like, oh, it's okay. They moved on to another subject now. It's like, yeah, half an hour later. (laughs)
1: Well, I had fun with you this season. I did too. I had a great time. I'm so grateful we got
0: to do this. Oh, and happy anniversary. Oh yeah, happy anniversary. Today is our one year anniversary from when we started Gangplank Report
1: yay yay thank you to everybody who's joined us Mm
0: -hmm. we appreciate it and
1: anybody who wants to join us in the future for a super fan interview please hit us up on twitter or at our gmail account gangplankreport at Mm gmail.com
0: because
1: we are gearing up for mediterranean we've already got a handful of people lined up to do the super fans so if you want to get in let us know
0: yep and as always rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts if you can we are going to be off from now until july 11th this will only be our second week off in a year and i had at least two weeks off at my first long-term job at famous footwear when i was in high school so <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take this week off to be with our families to rest up and be ready to take you all to the med july 11th so thank you all so much for listening and we'll catch you then bye bye special thanks to our friends who helped us create gang plank report down below music and lyrics by angel tweeter frail and terry abbott performed by laurel isle florida production assistance by michael Castaneda. super fan intro by blind Lawrence. cast off me hearties